This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I don't think Michael's ever done drugs. It's Mike Shope. I don't know if anyone's ever offered him any. Let's go over some of the symptoms of marijuana use, shall we? You tell me who this sounds like. It's the bulldog. Slow moving. Inattentive. Dull. Constantly snacking. Shows a lack of motivation. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. I think I speak for Bulldog when I say one of the great treats we enjoy when it's Bill's Dolphins Week is Armando Salguero's availability and willingness to jump on with us for a few minutes. He, as we have cleared up already today, is our show's number one Armando, as well as <laughs> our number one Dolphins go-to, even though you don't really just cover the Dolphins anymore for OutKick and Fox. Um, you know, there's a chance we'll be talking, well, this is up to you, I guess, your choice, next week. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite possible, and that would be a nightmare for everybody, I'm sure. Yes. Right? I was saying that before. If it ends up Miami 2, Buffalo 7 after this game, everybody's miserable. Like, uh, the Bills have to go back there. The Dolphins have had such trouble with Buffalo. Maybe it's a game where they just only squeeze out a win, and their reward is not the Houston Texans or the Colts, uh, but these guys, again, yeah, I agree with you. I think is that that's how that's what you mean? Like, nobody's happy if that is the – and where Correct. we end up. Although now that I think about it, I mean, you know, the Bills will gladly take an opportunity to be in the tournament and mm-hmm. do what they do. I mean, it beats watching from the couch, that's for sure. Yes. That's the risk here, isn't it? Well, Armando, it, it's, you know, the, the holidays mix in here. I've had some time off. I feel like when I, I, I left before Christmas, uh, the vibe was. Nobody wants the Bills, you know, look out for the Bills, you know, if they get in, look out. And I don't know, a couple of games have gone by since then, and they haven't exactly looked that impressive. Like, I don't know, what what do you think the Dolphins are in for on Sunday night? Well, one of two things, Bulldog. Um, option number one, which would be the beloved option in Buffalo and the the option that, you know, the entire NFL would dread is Josh Allen from October 1st shows up. And on October 1st, you know, Josh Allen threw for like 320 yards. 
and four touchdown passes and didn't throw an interception and completed 84% of his passes, and he blitzed the, the Dolphins all the way back to South Florida, and it looked like, oh, my God, this is like, who can contend with this? Right. Uh, and rightfully so. Or option number two, you kind of get mm, – uh, uh, Josh Allen, we've seen the last, what, four out of the five, last five weeks, under 60% completion, you know, mm, <laughs> interceptions. Right. Uh, uh, him saying, even in a victory, I mean, it was good. It was good that uh, he had the victory, what was it, against, what was it, Dallas? Yeah. Yep. Where he's talking about, you know, he he participated in the group project and got an <laughs> A, but he didn't do any work. Um, so that, Josh Allen, that would be bad. <laughs> How's that for analysis? Yes. It's a good line. That was a <laughs> good why, line by Allen. Why, I don't know. We, we, we're going to have to, after, it would be uncomfortable to do it now. We're going to have to reevaluate our Armando rankings after that report. Oh, well, <laughs> look, that could take a long time. Um, Armando, I think I'm going to be overstating it, but... That week four game against Miami, perfect passer rating, you laid it out, is more the exception than the rule this year. And that's not to say that that speaks for their entire offense necessarily. As you've seen, they've leaned into their running game here in recent weeks. So, um, you know, and they're winning. So it's, it is what it is. But really, Allen has not had that kind of a season. So he's either uh, do, right? <laughs> love averages or hmm, we, the bills are going to have a long and serious evaluation as to why it didn't uh, look like it has looked the last few years and definitely why it looked worse as they went on uh, instead of, you know, most teams and definitely most playoff teams, they like to play their best football at the end of the season, and typically that's what happens. And you can argue that the Bills are doing that if they've won four in a row. And they've been in playoff football mode for, what, six or seven weeks. But um, as it relates to you know their best player and the guy who's supposed to be their best player, yeah, it there, something's – Something hasn't been connecting, and I don't know what it is, and obviously they don't know what it is or they would have fixed it. Interesting that Miami is the team here. Interesting is my word for it because, like, it's not a coincidence to me that that happened against the Dolphins. He's he's kind of owned the Dolphins here uh, for years. So Miami's perspective, Armando, on this, I mean, there are injuries there's a kind of record loss that they're coming off of in Baltimore, the stigma about when they play up in competition, so much on the line for Miami, even with the Dolphins already having clinched a spot. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's been a rough week for the Dolphins. Uh, that game in Baltimore, that was, that was terrible for them. Um, and to add insult to injury, they're down 30 – with three minutes to play, 30, down 30 with three minutes to play, unlikely to rally from 30 (laughs) points down with three minutes to play. 
and their defensive starters are still in the game, and Bradley Chubb blows out his knee. Um, <laughs> bad look for Coach Mike McDaniel. Really how, bad look. How, how um, hard of a how hard of a ride is he getting for that? I, I you know I don't know anyone that wrote. Uh, that he made a terrible mistake other than yours truly. Really? That, that, I mean, and, you know, I'm writing it from a national perspective. I'm not, you know, I'm not in the Miami Herald anymore. Um, and it, the job has changed, gentlemen, yeah. for a lot yeah. of guys. Yeah, and they depend on social media to drive clicks, and fans love good news. And when there's not good news, fans attack the messenger. Oftentimes, um, I come from a time where I don't give a crap <laughs> about whether the social media people like me or not. If they do, they do, and if they don't, they don't. But you know, I'm going to tell you how I see it from my perspective. And from my perspective, when the coach has his starters in the game down 30 with three minutes to play, um, that, that's, that's a yeah. bad moment when, you know, and a lot of people say, well, it's hindsight. Um, well, you know, if you want to really get down to it, we write everything off of hindsight when <laughs> right. it's a game day. I mean, you don't write based in the first quarter, you know, and you don't analyze what's happened in the first quarter and give up the rest of the game. And it, moreover, his reasoning was off, and it just drove me nuts. And his reasoning was I had them in the game because they wanted to be in the game, one mistake, and the the reason that they wanted to be in the game, and I agreed with it, is because they wanted to taste some success to carry it into next week against Buffalo. And here's that the second mistake. The second mistake is if you're depending on a couple of repetitions of success, uh, against the Baltimore Ravens in a game you're going to lose by 30 um, to to carry over to Buffalo, it tells me you've forgotten about the previous 11 games where you had success. You can't carry those into Buffalo. You don't feel the success carrying over from those moments. And is your team so mentally weak that it needs instant gratification to be able to remember that they're good for the following week. It's Boy, a, it, I, it made no sense to me. I agree with that. That 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 is tough. Like if they had stopped Tyler Huntley on a three and out with three minutes to go down thirty, it was McDaniel, I guess, saying he expects them to take some satisfaction in that. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Is there? Do you know if this has a chance? Uh, or do you think it has a chance to damage McDaniel's standing with his own players? With his own players? Well, uh, I think on its own, no. 
uh, I don't think that this is a – we're going to – again, we're not going to judge one guy based on one thing and forget the 15 other things mm-hmm. that have happened. Um, or in this case, I guess – the 16 other things that have uh, 15 other things that have happened because the season is a 17 game season. Now, if you have that on your resume, so to speak, and now you, you know, your team comes out flat against the bills and flat in the playoffs. Now you, you know, trends are the thing that matter and multiple, you know, we don't call a quarterback, a you know a, a elite because he has one good game. Neither do we call anybody a, a failure based off of one bad game. Um, what he's got, what the coach has right now, is one bad moment. He's had some good moments. Mm-hmm. He's had some really good moments. Um, let's remember they they did score seventy <laughs> at one point this year. <laughs> On the Denver Broncos, and they were looking pretty unstoppable at that point. You know, by the way, they did that by leaving their starters in, largely. <laughs> they they could have, yeah, you know, they were up 30 in the third quarter, or not the second quarter in that game. They could have taken two out, but they didn't do that. So I guess he's consistent. And a lot of coaches would have probably done it the same way, I think, I would say. With Armando Salguero, Bills and Dolphins Sunday night. Bulldogs. So how, how do they replace? They lost Jalen Phillips. If, pretty high-level pass rusher in his own right on Black Friday against the Jets. Now they're down Chubb, their other you know, high-level uh, edge guy. Um, I was reading today about Melvin Ingram. Like, what, what, how do they, you know, what are they going to do for pass rush on Sunday? Melvin Ingram! All right! <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I guess Emmanuel Ogba has a chance to, he led the team and sacked a couple of you know, years ago, Andrew Van Ginkle is going to have to step up and do some work. Um, they're going to be challenged um, producing some pass rush because their defensive coordinator, you know, is not – Vic Fangio is not a big I'm going to blitz you guy. He likes to cover. He likes to get his, his rush from the front four. And that allows him to do things on the back end. And now all of a sudden his front four is minus their two best, uh, you know, pass rushers. I I would also say to you there's a question about that back end with Xavier Howard, who, you know, went out of the game last week with a foot injury. And so do I cover with and try to cover up not – possibly having Xavier Howard or do I blitz to make up for not having, you know, Bradley Chubb. It's a tough, it's a tough day for, for Fangio if, mm-hmm. if he's got to figure that out. And again, good Josh Allen shows up. <laughs> Armando. So one thing I think also is interesting here. I mean, it was put on Sunday night for obvious reasons, AFC East title, great rivalry, you know, high stakes, relatively, you know, speaking anyway, for week 18. There is also, however, an argument that, like, say Pittsburgh loses on Saturday and the Bills clinch by Sunday night. Miami is in the playoffs. How important do you think this game is to win 
versus to lose. Like, okay, home field, theoretically an easier matchup, not necessarily. How how big is this game if if it happens that the Bills don't need it for a playoff spot, at least? Well, I I think both those teams play better at home, right? Um, and I think they realize that. <laughs> so I would say to you, my guess would be, and this is purely a guess, that everybody's going to play. Tua Tungavailoa, by the way, is very anxious and eager to play on Sunday because that will be marked the first time in his career that he has played a seven, all 17 games or all oh. – you know, all the games of the season. That was the number one mm-hmm. question mark about him at the start of the season. It wasn't, are you good? It wasn't, how's your arm strength? It was, are you durable? Because each of the last three years, he hasn't been. And so he wants to be able to say, look, I answered this one too. I played every single game. And I know that that sounds kind of empty, but at the same time, it's going to be part of the narrative when the team and his representatives sit down and hash out, you know, the big contract that he's going to demand. It's as simple as that. So um, if Miami wins, you could get the Dolphins could get the Bills right away, but Houston, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, you know, someone in that club. And then with another win, a second home game against Kansas City, the Bills could end up with a loss or the Dolphins. I think this would be the case if the Dolphins lose. They're going to Kansas City as the six. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Thoughts on the Chiefs here as, like, what kind of threat they pose? Uh, One or both of these teams may see them. Yeah, the Chiefs are a great defensive threat. They've got an outstanding defense. And it it boggles the mind that I'm saying that because the Chiefs have Andy Reid as the head coach. And, oh, by the way, they have Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. And, oh, by the way, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend is their tight end. <laughs> and it, and yet that unit has been, I wouldn't say a mess, but very pedestrian this year. And the reason is they lead the NFL in drop passes. Uh, Their wide receivers did not develop as everyone hoped they would. Um, They do do dumb things, as we saw with Kadarius Toney lining up offsides, which happens like once every 25,000 snaps (laughs) for a wide receiver, Uh, and not even ask by the way, and it's just a unit that hasn't been there from the jump this season. It's If they're going to win, their, their narrative, their, the way they're going to author victories in the postseason is 19 to, you know, the 13 type games. They're not going to the Chiefs are no longer a threat to put 35, 40 points on the board. With that said, how do you feel about the Ravens as the one recognizing that you just saw them blow Miami off the face of the earth on Sunday? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Problematic for everybody else, of course. 
because they're a complete team. They can run the ball. They win the line of scrimmage. They're physical. They have outside speed and talent at wide receiver. Uh, and they have a human joystick at quarterback who's going to win the most valuable player award. Other than that, oh, yeah, did I forget? John Harbaugh is a top five coach in the NFL, and their defense loves to hit people and arrives angry all the time. Other than that, <laughs> don't, no big don't, deal. That don't forget the buy in home field. Don't forget the buy in home field. <laughs> forgot. I, actually, you know what? They're actually, of all the things that they're worried about, that's a thing that they're worried about. Because in 2019, they had the bye in the home field. That's right. And they came out flat after having a couple of weeks off because the starters didn't play in the season finale. And then they got the bye the first week of the playoffs. And they came out uh, for the Tennessee game and the Titans beat them because right. they were flat. Right. And so that's their concern. And if your concern is once upon a time – Four years ago, we were flat in a game. Your worries are not that high on the on a scale of concern. <laughs> they're not worried enough to start Jackson this week, though. <laughs> he's he's sitting anyway. They they they're not uh, coming off that. Correct. Very good, Armando. Uh, Happy New Year! Thanks so much for your time, as always. We won't bother you next week. Come on, that's a lot. It's always great being the greatest and only Armando. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it seems like that's a pretty safe, uh, yeah. you know, honor at this point. But uh, who knows? Who sure. knows? Thanks, sure. Armando. All right, man. Armando Salguero with us on the Wester Hotline. We could start looking for Armando's just to test it. I think the only chance of somebody knocking Armando off of the top Armando status is if Ross Tucker changes his first name to Armando. <laughs> I, I don't, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's a personal thing. I don't know if he's interested in that. But I, other than that, I don't think there's any chance. Armando Hamilton. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? They're calling all our regulars Armando. Armando, Armando Wood joins us Armando, on Monday on the Western Armando Hotline. Armando Crick. for the Bills game. Armando Crick. She's out there chopping wood today. Do you see that, Trista? <laughs> She's got a no, tweet of herself that. chopping wood. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's hear from you. 803-0550 on Sunday night. Is the question, is a question about how big the game is, like a ridiculous question? Or is it a good question? I mean, he gave it some credibility when he, he took the question there, mm-hmm. right? Like if the Bills do clinch, Jacksonville could lose too by Sunday night. I wonder how we'll feel. Going into uh, into that game, it matters, home field and everything. But that that is out there. It's even like not that unlikely that one of those two teams will lose, right? So, or yeah. the, the Houston game could be a tie. I mean, there is that as well. I have to say it. Lines are open. Let's talk some more here after a break and the update. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.